you find me stood outside number 10 where the atmosphere is, to put it finally, tense. Is Mark Stedman going to stay in the lighthouse or is he going to bow to public pressure and leave? Several cabinet ministers have already said that it's about time that he gives up the post of daily podcaster, yet he is insistent that he has a mandate from the listening public, both of them, to <laughs> to continue. Hi. Um, so, yeah. Um, today, as I record, it's all kicking off. Now, I made a promise to you. I made a promise to the to the lighthouse keepers, to 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 the the wikis, <laughs> to you, that I wouldn't uh, talk about politics. I'm not going to talk about politics, uh, but it is interesting. Um, so we we right now we've got uh, a chap. Who I mean, by the time you hear this, it could all be different. It is a fluid situation, but I've been I don't know, kind of glued. So here's an interesting thing. Uh, as I say that, I, you probably can't hear it, but there's an owl hooting outside my window, which I find very enjoyable. Um, here's the thing. I haven't paid so much attention. Like, I don't know, when was when did I start becoming a bit more interested in politics? I always had, you know, I've always voted, well, in the things that matter. Um, I don't do the... Anyway, uh, it's fine. Um, I've always I've always done the big the big ones and some of the small ones. Um, and I guess from twenty ten is where I started to get a little bit illusioned about politics. And it was also the year I think that election was the year where Channel Four started doing their alternative coverage, which for me at the time, as a 27-year-old, was probably more my speed. And I think it was, you know, I was maybe at the tail end age-wise of who it was aimed at. Probably not, actually. But yeah, you know, it was it was aimed at people who didn't necessarily have the attention span for Jon Snow and... Uh, and all those people with their with their arrows pointing, and I mean now it's all fancy CGI graphics, and you get that's that's oh yeah no CGI graphics that works. Um, I thought it was one of those uh, like um, uh, ATM machine um, with with their with their CGI graphics as they they walk down a virtual ten Downing Street and watch all the votes tack up and uh, tot up and stuff. They have that on BBC News now when they do the elections, but Channel Four. Um, I I can't remember the last one. I'm sure they did it. But it was back in the day of David Mitchell and Lauren Laverne and Jimmy Carr and I think Charlie Brooker. I think the four of them were doing it. And then they ended up spinning off their own show for a bit, uh, which I really enjoyed. Um, but the UK has never been able to sustain a long-running, or even a, a short-run, uh, more than a couple of years, a sort of uh, uh, even week, uh, weekly sort of, call it satire, comment on the week kind of show, uh, which is not good at them. Um, I mean, we're good at that kind of comedy, but we just don't seem to commission it. Anyway, so, yeah, I, I guess in 2010 I got interested 
uh, I was invested. That's that's probably the word. I was invested, and then come the next election cycle, the world got very interesting, and there started to be a lot more news. It feels like, and really since about twenty fifteen. And again, I'm not going to come on either. I'm not going to you know, come down on a side here. I'm going to try not to. Not because, it's not overly because I'm worried about what another person might say, if you know what I mean. Like, my my position, my politics, I, I wear them on my sleeve. Uh, and I think if you know me and you kind of know where I'm coming from, you probably know roughly which side of the aisle I might sit. But the the reason I'm not getting strident and making a point about it is because I just I, I don't want to invoke that kind of ire on either side. You know what I mean? I, I, righteous fury is still fury and, and that's that you know, we, we get enough of that. Um so, you know uh, I wanna try and try and you know never get away from that. But you know, we live in interesting times. Um, and and it, you know there is it is a fact. That, well, it's not a fact. It's I I feel like there has been a lot more news and a lot more upheaval and a lot more newsworthy sort of events on this scale over the last what eight years, eight years, seven years, yeah, seven years. Wow, because I remember. What was the one? Because I I remember going back uh, a week or so ago, just thinking about um, the general elections we've had since sort of 2015, because we've had referenda um, and and elections and then snap elections. And it's all been snap for... For for a wee while now, and um, yeah, I find myself more and more like there are these events where I'm I'm kind of glued to the screen. Just I'm just interested in what's in what's happening, and you you learn the cycle of the sort of how the news channels cover things. I mean, I just stick to BBC, um, but I think it's it's kind of. Kind of, it's probably the same patterns everywhere you go, but just different levels of speculation, I, I would imagine. But, you know, you, you get the same clips being trotted out and then kind of the same thing. And essentially what you what you have is just someone standing in front of a door. And the one thing I noticed towards the end of the broadcast that I was watching tonight is that there was another another reporter standing in front of the same door you know, a few scant feet to one side of of uh, of the the BBC journalist, who was really quite loud, and I think a couple of occasions might have actually been putting our man off because I think I saw him just sort of like glance to the side, being like, "Dude, really?" <laughs> um, yeah, this is from from one of the. I'm I'm gonna guess probably Sky would be my guess. Sky feels like they have shouty journalists. ITV too. Um, so yeah, that's so that's that situation. 
Hello. Hi. Welcome. I am very pleased to have you here. If you are new, this is The Lighthouse. It is a conversation. Um, yes, it is largely a one-way conversation, but that's just the way the medium works. Um, but it's a chance for us to spend a bit of time together, have a bit of company, keep each other, you know, just watch, watch, look after each other. And that's kind of the deal. That's That's what we're here for. I'm here to try and entertain you for a little bit maybe give you uh, a wee a wee smile uh if i can do that um and in exchange you are encouraged and invited to uh drop me a little message podinbox.com slash the lighthouse if you'd like to record uh, a message and say hello you are always welcome to do that so before we crack on uh, let's take a little uh, moment to check in with ourselves and see how we're feeling. Just ask yourself, yeah, what am I? What's 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 coming up for me? As the kids say, what's uh, what am I feeling today? If you check in, I am feeling. I think yesterday I might have mentioned optimism. I think I'm feeling like. That's a suit that I'm stepping into a little bit more today. A little bit more. I don't mean about the world. <laughs> uh, I just mean, you know, in my own in my own personal bubble, um, I am perhaps optimistic, hopeful. Hopeful, um, I think, is is how I'm feeling. So yeah, take a moment and uh, see what registers for you. So, so, um, I'm here a little bit earlier, uh, today I'm recording a little bit earlier than I was yesterday, so hopefully, you know, I can, I can be a little bit more, uh, sonorous, um, but you know, I don't, I don't quite feel like I'm having to whisper quite so much um i mean you know it's just the difference of, of 20 minutes or so but it makes a difference so yeah that's uh that's where we are so my dad listened to episode three um the pajama admin day episode and, and he liked it uh well i think he was slightly baffled by some of it and i'm not surprised you know i think it's weird i mean i, I mentioned it to to my parents just because i thought it'd be a nice thing to tell them about but it's weird, isn't it? Like, you know, some of the things I'm talking about, I think it's probably weird to hear your son sort of present them, you know, in this in this way. I can imagine that's a bit strange. But I appreciated that, uh, that he found something in it and that, yeah, he liked our little, uh, our little lighthouse prayer, our little, our little meditation. Um, which I was pleased about. It's nice to get some feedback on that because it's... Uh, I'm still, you know, as we as we, as we talked about a couple of days ago, I'm still a little bit punk rock, you know? I'm, I'm a little bit... I mean, I've never been... That's not my personality, but there's just... <laughs> anyone who knows me is like, what are you on about? I mean, I'm sat here in a in a smart shirt. Like, I've got a, I've got a proper shirt on today. Uh, if my mum's listening, she'll be very pleased. 
I've got a shirt on. Um, and it's not got pants or anything, and it's got buttons. <laughs> um, but yeah, like you know, we've 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 gone into some of that a little. You know, I, I'm a little bit uh, country, a little bit rock and roll. No, I'm a little bit um, counter sometimes. Um, but that doesn't mean that I don't have a you know a, a big old heart, and and that's what that's what you're getting <laughs> right at the end. It's just like bam, I'm gonna hit you over the head with my heart. Um, here's a big bag of love. Take it or leave it. You filthy animal. <laughs> so that's you know that's that's sort of that's sort of what's happening there. Uh, but you know it's it's nice that uh, that the little our little prayer has um, yeah, something to it. So. One of the things that uh, I had a discussion today with uh, with a gentleman with a view to uh, attending an event in the north of England in about three months. And I'm looking forward to it. It will be the second event. Eh, yeah, yeah, pretty much. Second, well, second event that will be completely filled with strangers that I will have attended this year. Uh, the last one I did was in 2019. Um, and since then, you know. Mm-hmm. But yes, it, it's it brings up all sorts of things. And so... I'm going to talk a little bit about being in the outside and one of the things that I we will get to is the current, the whole situation, especially as it pertains to the UK. I want to get, I do want to address that. So we will get there. You know, I, I don't want you, you know, if you are keeping yourself safe if you're keeping yourself in inside then this is not then you know i i I, you are supported and and we will we will talk about that okay so uh, you know just bear that in mind um but my my personal thing right now is um i'm able to hmm, able and willing to accept a certain degree of risk, I guess. And risk is an interesting thing. Risk, there are all sorts of all sorts of things about risk. I think risk is fascinating, actually, because if you think about, you know, in that pyjama admin uh, episode, I made an allusion to, to smoking. If you think about drinking, I mean, even driving, um, there are several things, drug-taking, there are several things that we do. I mean, smoking and drug taking, I think, are the two that I, I want to identify with here as being risks, as taking risks that that not everyone necessarily identifies. They understand on an intellectual level the risks involved, but not perhaps they don't perhaps see them. It's the you know the old I never thought it would happen to me thing. Right, it's that thing, and that's the thing with risk. 
you know, you roll, you roll the dice, and in some circumstances, in some some dice rolls, you are happy to let the keep the gambling metaphor going, let the chips fall where they may, and in others, you want to be very careful about about that, and that speaks to me right now. Um, if I think about my work. There are elements, you know, I'm doing something risky. I'm doing something <sighs> unproven. But I believe that it will work. I believe that it can work. And I believe that I can make it work. I don't believe I can make it work tomorrow. But I do believe I can. And others believe I can. And sometimes I forget that. Sometimes I forget that I actually probably can do this you know the things that i do um i i lose sight of that sometimes and i and when that happens when things get really tough and unnavigable and uncertain i run for safety i run for certainty i run for ease really it's not necessarily ease because I've, I've never been afraid of hard work or i mean my <laughs> delete as appropriate my version of hard work which you know to to quote the song uh it's better than digging a ditch you know it's it ain't it ain't backbreaking labor um but you know i'm i'm, I'm not averse to uh, putting the hours in so ease not necessarily the thing but stability eh, that's the thing I, I might run back to as a source of safety and it but it only happens every now and again when it happens it happens big and so i think you know my relationship with risk is interesting is that i will swing from vine to vine but yeah and and there will be some some moments where i'm like this is a real leap of faith and i should probably go sit up that tree rather than try and swing to the next one, you know? Um, so risk is an interesting thing, but we 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 take the risks that each one of us is prepared to take, and I think each one of us has our own levels of understanding, of responsibility, of all these different things that, that add into that. You know, I'm... For the most part, you know, unless I'm, yeah, for, for the most part, I'm responsible for two cats. Um, and I also have a business and, and those kinds of things. And so, you know, when we think about going out into the world and when we think about what's happening, those are questions that we have. And yeah, you you know, everyone's everyone's level of risk, everyone's level of what what there is in the outside world, you know, how that might affect them, that differs for, for each person. But I'm fortunate enough where I, I feel safe enough or I've made a choice to feel safe enough, if you like, that I can venture out. Um, and that's not to say that that it's, it's all a choice of how, how safe you feel. You know, I'm not suggesting that either. At the risk of talking myself out in circles, um, I'm, yeah, so I'm going to go to this thing. And with that idea of risk, I'm also thinking about safety. 
And one of the things that I am able to do, and I have been able to do, really as a result of lockdown, you know, I don't like to say as the pandemic, because you know, nothing good has come from the pandemic, but there is a change in working practices and a change in in some ways in relationships that has resulted from lockdown, which where there are positives, right? The The reason for lockdown is not a good one, but the things that have come out of the lockdown, I think some of them are positive. I hope that delineation makes sense and isn't just a distinction without a difference. So <clears throat> one of the, the things that I've noticed through through lockdown is the ability to operate from a zone of safety. So being able to to sit here in in my little office where I spend most of my waking hours, almost all of my waking hours right now. And I can speak to people all over the world and I can help people. And if I need to, I can retreat. You know, I I felt like I needed to do that a couple of days ago. It was that a thing? And I just felt, you know what, I could just I could just run. I could just just say I had an internet outage and and be done here. And I didn't. And then that's part of where that safety comes from. But it's also I I have this thing about places being sort of charged with energy. Um, not, you know, I said before, I'm not a big woo-woo guy, but like memories get baked into places. Memories get baked into the walls, I think, of a space over time. And when I moved in here, I made a promise that whenever I felt a certain feeling, perhaps feeling oppressed or feeling hemmed in or feeling... Or just getting that sense that I might... I might be about to bake a negative memory into this, into a room. Then I, I, you know, I made that promise that I would, I would get out, and it's only ever happened once. I remember, I, I kind of just had this brief moment of feeling the walls, the, 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 the ceiling felt very low all of a sudden, and I, I think I was, it was a morning when I was kind of getting ready to go to where I used to work, my little my little co-working space, I think. Um, and so I just, you know, I picked up my stuff and I said, yeah, no, that's the deal. Like, you felt it, so let's let's head on out and let's go and have a, you know, figure, figure this out. Um, and I find, I find it especially now where our homes are, are where we work, but there are also these places of safety for us. Work isn't always a safe environment. Work doesn't always bring safety with it. So it's really important to try and find ways to prevent that energy being baked into walls. I, I felt it when I lived in my old place. I just felt I would walk around and I could I could feel sort of yeah, less salubrious things that had that I'd memories that had sort of like stained the walls, you know, like you know, like a, a patina. And there's that word again. So, yeah. But that being able to operate from, from a zone of safety, I think, is is important. And 
when when I, for example, I'm not going to speak to, for anyone else, but when I head out to go to a new to go to a thing, if it's an unfamiliar space, then I don't feel like I'm able to operate in this sort of slightly more considered way that I don't, I'm drifting off mic. I just because I, I I often close my eyes when I'm speaking to you, and then that sometimes means that I drift off mic. Um, that's that's bad. It's uh, bad bad podcastmanship. So yeah, I'm I'm interested in zones of safety and where your zone of safety is and do you is it portable to you? Cuz I think I think it can be. I think there are, there are ways to make it portable. There are ways to bring that zone of safety with you. I don't think it has to be contained within the four walls in which you sit. I think it can be something that you bring with you. It can be in a meditation that you bring with you. It can be in a in a um a memory maybe even, you know, or, or something that you sit with for a while. Or as, as our as our uh, fellow lighthouse keeper Anya says, like in, in regulating your nervous system, maybe with the help of someone else, that can help perhaps bring about that zone of safety. Uh, and I've heard people talk about a shield and, and building, creating a shield around you, a sort of a mesh to help keep yourself safe. And I'm interested to to hear any thoughts that you might have about the zone of safety that you create or you bring with you or moments when you find that missing and we can see how we can, uh, yeah, see where we can find that. See who have, who see who has any advice on, on finding those zones of energy, because I think that there are things that we can do. There are groundings, there are, Again, messages we can tell ourselves, we can record for each other, we can have friends record for us that help bring that zone of safety with us. But for me, it still feels very physical. For me, it feels like I can I can do my best work here because you know I know where everything is and I know how to look someone in the eye over a camera. That might seem very strange, but it feels like much easier because you're not really looking someone in the eye you're looking in the camera which that's a really interesting thing and i bet you there's going to be studies on that at some point because if you think about where a where a, ca- a webcam is it's it's not where the person's face is it can't be um it's a little bit above where the you know the person that you're looking at it's above where their their face is and so i often make a point of looking into the camera and then I might look back at the person's eyes again because they're two different places. And that's interesting. I think that, yeah, whether there will be studies on that in years to come, that could be interesting because I've, I've consciously noticed that I think I want to communicate that I'm fully present and listening to what someone says and I'm connecting with it or that it's, you know, I'm, I, I'm being impacted by it or affected by it. And I can do that by looking into the webcam, which is far easier than looking directly into their eyes. Isn't that a weird and interesting thing? I think so. Hmm. Tell me about your zones of safety. I'd, I'd love to know. Podinbox.com slash lighthouse, uh, the lighthouse. <laughs> Follow the link uh, in the app. Yeah, you can, uh, you can do that. And so the, to, to the last point I said, I wanted to talk about, this this whole thing of the outside world and the inside world and 
I kind of just wanted to reassure you. If you're worried about what's happening in the outside, you're not going mad. You're not alone in that, and you're not wrong to do so. I'm not saying that the world is on fire, but I'm saying that I I want to validate if that is a concern that you're having, I want to at least tell you that you're not mad. Because, yes, as much as this is never going to be, you know, when I first started this, there was news every day, right? There was the there was the briefings, the press briefings, and new numbers and new things all the time. And that's not a place. That's not something that that we're 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 doing here. But the thing, the the unpleasantness is not over, right? And I think if you're listening to this, you are. Um, it's a strange phrase, isn't it? Because of course you are. Because otherwise, yeah. As as a person listening to this, you probably have had. You probably have said that out loud in differing degrees of exasperation. Like, you know, this isn't over. And I just wanted to add another voice to let you know. Yes, I I get it. As much as I'm up for exploring the outside, a little. <laughs> right, we're not going mad a little. Um if you are keeping yourself safe from it, um, because you know or you're worried about the effects. I don't think you're you know, and, and if you're worried that that you know, you're perhaps being overly cautious or whatever, that's you know, I, I, I don't know everyone's mind. That's not I can't judge that but what i can say is yeah you're not you're not crazy um yeah, and you know you're not you're not the lone voice um even if within the people you're speaking to you are trying to be a voice of reason let me add my weight to that voice and say yes you know if you're if you're worried about the outside i get it and yeah so with that Let's take our take ourselves uh, a little moment here to uh, finish off with our our lighthouse meditation. So, if you want to get yourself nice and comfy, perhaps close your eyes, drift off mic, and uh, yeah, get warm and cozy and snugly. And uh, I will tell you that as long as you can hear me. You exist. And because you exist, you are entitled to love and to be free from pain. You are connected. You are wanted. You are welcome.